and welcome to another episode of the Dice Trades HQ Podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners again, Jeremy Broen. I am your host, Jeremy Broen. You can find me on Twitter at Dynasty Madman. <laughs> and Shane Manila. At Shane is the worst on Twitter. Happy, uh, whatever you call it, Championship Week. That, that's oh. what it is. Happy Championship Week. It's already kicked off last night, Thursday night football. Uh, some interesting takeaways from that game. But hey, uh, happy. I hope everyone that listens to this wins a championship unless you're playing one of us i hope you lose um badly and that you cry yourself to sleep um if you're playing us in the championship speaking of that how many how many fantasy balls are you in jeremy um i don't know a few several you know i cut back on leagues so like i don't have as many dynasty leagues anymore and i think i still made the same number of championship games (laughs) so i think i've captured i've hit the um the perfect number of leagues to be in um at least a half dozen championship games and then i don't know f- uh maybe f- i'm still alive in four toilet bowls i lost in a couple but um yeah still alive in those i actually like those because normally there's something at stake there too um so yeah I, you know still in it i made the playoffs in a in a great number of my leagues but only one li- one listener league yeah <laughs> it kills me one out of six what it's all good what about you shane uh, four championship games, uh, one toilet bowl, um, which I'm pretty excited to, to know that I'm in because I didn't know I was in the toilet bowl. <laughs> I've done that too. That's awesome. Until uh, <laughs> literally like two days ago. Yeah. Um, and I didn't even know. Obviously, I didn't know I was in the toilet bowl. Um, but, you know, look, I, I have the fantasy pros thing, so it's always setting lineups for me. So it's not like I had to think about it. And, uh, and I just realized you get the 113. So now that I care oh, that's about cool. it. Yeah, now that I care about it, I'm sure and know about it, I'm sure I'll lose. That's a good <laughs> advice. <laughs> sure. I, you know. I have I have a couple championship ones, including my home league, so it'll be like my sixth time. But uh two of the toilet bowls I'm in are the John Orr leagues, those IDP leagues I've told you about before, Jeremy. Uh, yeah, yeah. But but it's funny though, because one toilet bowl, you get the one thirteen if you win, which that's awesome. Mm-hmm. The other toilet bowl, you get ten bucks. <laughs> so oh it's like, man. It's yeah. like it's I'd rather yeah. <laughs> One thousand percent. I'd rather the one thirteen over ten dollars. <laughs> exactly, because I was like setting my lineups and everything, and then I went and looked at the rules. Because I've been in that league for like six, seven years, whatever, and I was like, I'm pretty sure one doesn't get a pick. And when I looked at the rules, it says you get ten bucks if you that's win the amazing. toilet bowl. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that sucks. But that uh, is really useless because that's like one of those like, <laughs> all right, so you're just knocking ten dollars off my league buy-in next year, although. If it's me, there's a pretty good chance I've already bought in anyway because I've <laughs> traded away my own pick and I have someone else's 2023 first. Or right, right. Like that. I don't, I, yeah, you know, and I was talking with um, Clay uh, last week, Clay, uh, Clay Dynasty Aiken? Pandemic Clay. Not Clay Akins. No, we don't speak anymore. Um, <laughs> Dynasty Pandemic Clay. And he's in some weird leagues where they give you the 101 for one in the toilet bowl. What? What? No, man. That's against all my. Because uh, <laughs> you're supposed to be helping the worst team, right? Like in, in theory, right? Yeah. That, that's what the yes. 101 is for. It's not, not the middling this, team, right? Exactly not the, the sixth seventh team, of, seventh team of your league, right? Right, right. right. So that to me, that's just weird. I think that's Come wrong. Come on, Clay. 
That's so funny. Fundamentally wrong. But that's funny because my father asked me about that this week when I was trying to explain to him what a toilet bowl was. And he's like, well, if it's the bottom half, but the best team in the bottom half, isn't that the middle of the league? Like the, the, the bottom team is not really gaining anything going into the toilet bowl. Their team was so bad anyways. It's not like they're going to win the brackets of the toilet bowl, you know? Yeah. So maybe, maybe there's a better way to do it. I love having a toilet bowl. And I know guys, we talked about this. We're going to implement that next year in our listener leagues. Um, You know, we'll, we'll work together to get that done. And here's what I do in, um, the leagues that I commission that I try to do and set up this way in most of those. Um, I try to push for it. It's easy to do as a commissioner, but it's just total points. Um, it, you reset. So, you know, the teams that don't make the regular playoffs at all, mm-hmm. um, you just restart in week one of the playoffs when the other teams are playing. You know, there might be some buys, but when the playoffs start for the rest of the league, the toilet bowl um, or the, you know, the toilet series starts and it goes all the way through to the championship week. And it's um, the teams with the most points advance and the worst two teams drop out oh, okay. with total points. So you kind of have it's kind of like reset button and you've got a shot to pull out all the stops and try to. And I feel like that's a little bit better than head to head. But you still are really a lot of times driving it to get like teams seven and eight. Right. Or, you know, the, the next two best teams. But they fight it out. And and honestly, one of the worst teams is uh, still in it as one of the in one of my leagues as one of the last two. One of the worst teams is still in it as one of the last two teams. And they're fighting for I think it's the two. We don't do the one. 13 we do the 213 so it's not mm, like a huge wow. it's not a huge so prize it's not worth a ton but it's something to add to the still, kitty for those teams it's still something for value it's something to keep the league interesting but yeah, not we, money we, we definitely need to roll out toilet bowls in the uh hq leagues but we'll figure it out we'll tell you you're definitely not getting the 101 no <laughs> because look the, the the league i might be alive in other toilet bowls i don't even know i just know this one specifically i don't know why i looked at it i forget why but it's one of ruben almeida's leagues <clears throat> um ruben's leagues and um you get the 113 and it, it that's fine because i was like the seventh best team in the league so that you know what i mean that like that's what i deserve if right. i win that like i don't deserve the 101 right like, that's not fair it's like hey your team was already pretty good but guess what now we're going to give you the, the most valuable chip in the offseason. I've never even heard of that. And you're right, because especially like we just said, the, usually that six or seven team is the one that wins the toilet bowl. So you're you're getting a better pick. That that Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Who, who told you that? I forgot already. <laughs> we uh, talked so Clay, long. Clay, in, Clay oh. from uh, Dynasty Pandemic, Dynasty Trades in Five. In uh, one of his leagues, they do that? In oh, one wow. of his leagues, they do that. And it's just weird. So if, if anyone out there, if you if your leagues do that, you know, let me know. And if you could tell me why and what the, the thought process is behind that, I, I'd love to know because I can't find a legitimate reason as to give them the 101. But, you know. Hmm. I don't know. I think what, what you were explaining about uh, scoring the points and everything, Jeremy, that's an interesting interesting way to do it. I know with all the listener leagues, we're going to be making some changes in the offseason, and we're going to try to uniform everything, though, so that whatever rule we make is going to fit through all of them. Even though yeah. like something like HQ1 is a 16-team and one of the other leagues are a 12-team, but we're still going to kind of uniform all the leagues rules across the board but we'll we talk about end. that in the off season yeah and but, just with sir. hq1 we do need to add a seventh playoff well yeah because with 16 teams it's just a lot but we'll we'll, we'll figure all that out and like you said we'll save that for the off season discussions and but then ten- for hq7 
And for the new league, yes. But for now, we have a lot of news. We have a lot of stuff going on. We have a lot of things going into this final week for fantasy. But it's also, what, week 17? So it's the final regular week for the NFL as well, right? Uh, no, there's is, so there's still one more. There's 18. So there's <laughs> yes. one more. Oh, geez. All right. Well, so for fantasy, it's over tonight. But before we talk about the news, though, uh, Shane, tell everybody about Dynasty Nerds. Hey, Dynasty Nerds. It's a wonderful site. Um, I like them. Uh, I use them. Um, <laughs> and not just because we get their services for free um, because we're an affiliate. Um but I even paid for their service before that. <laughs> but yeah, you check out Dynasty Nerds, um, use promo code TRADESHQ, get 15% off any of their memberships. 15? 15%. Wow. That's high. That's a lot. That's more than 10%. <laughs> um, not quite as high as 20%, but kind of just in between there. <laughs> um, so yeah, check out Dynasty Nerds. Look, it, it, this is the this is Dynasty Nerd season too, right? You got the Dynasty Film Room. That's not what they call it. But, yeah, the uh, Prospect Film Room. That's one of yeah. my favorite things. But uh, and their podcast, right? Shane's almost as good as this show. They're really, you know, <laughs> Matt and Garrett and Rich, good guys. We like yeah. them a lot. Uh, great website tools over there. I mean, honestly, the the fifteen percent discount is is worth it. You got to give them a try. Yeah, absolutely. So we do have a lot of news though, Shane, and it looks like you feel like. Antonio Gibson is the biggest news since you put him first. Um, yeah, right. No, as, as usual, I didn't put things in any real order. Um, yeah, Antonio Gibson's out this week, in case you haven't heard. Um, but I got a feeling if you're listening to a Dynasty Fantasy Football podcast in week you heard. <laughs> 17 of the NFL season, yeah. you have an idea that Antonio <laughs> Gibson is out this week. But uh, yeah, man, B Rob, it looks like B Rob is uh, is, is going to. Get a full load, uh, <laughs> and he's going to carry people to the title. Did we yeah, see? It? I feel like you didn't get it the shot. It, it's funny how you know fantasy football works. The beginning before he was or after he was drafted, loved him. Right? Go, oh, this guy's going to come in. He's going to ether Antonio Gibson. He's definitely going to take his job. Then he gets shot, and we're <laughs> oh, like, God. wow, I don't know yeah, if this guy's yeah. ever going to play football again. Um, and then he came back, and you know, obviously he he didn't look that great. Um, he still doesn't look particularly that great. Like he went twenty two attempts for fifty eight yards last week against again so was against San Francisco yeah. against San Francisco. So you know that's one I think of the he's looked all right. I mean, league. it's bad enough he got shot for. I mean, presumably by an Antonio Gibson fantasy football owner. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! Nah, it's it's tough sledding for him, but I I'm excited to see what he does. You know at the end of the season like this. Didn't so I- he's had at least 89 yards rushing in three of his last four games. Um, and, you know, he's not getting a ton of targets. He had like one reception, one target the week before, uh, two, three. Like his, his high has been three. It's not a lot of targets. But he's mm-hmm. going to have a ton of volume. Um, you'd expect that he'd see some targets this week, and he could be a league winner this, this week. Him and uh, David Blau. Wait, before you go on to David Blau, uh, uh, who do you like better than this week? Um, Brian Robinson or Josh Jacobs? Josh Jacobs or uh, Brian, Brian Robinson? Robinson? Yeah, to start this week in your fantasy. Brian game. Robinson, because Josh Jacobs is, uh, well, he's he's banged up. And I, I don't know, like the Raiders have just, they've, they've clearly shown you that even though they're alive for the playoff hunt, even if it's barely, um, they don't care since they benched Derek Carr. Right. Yeah, McDaniels um, is too smart for everybody. 
So, you know, if I'm Josh, Josh, uh, what's his name? Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. So I go out there and tweak a toe. Like, am I really going to want to fight through for a team that's just already given up? And it said, you know what? We're thinking about next year already. Oh, yeah, they are thinking about next year because neither Derek Carr nor Josh Jacobs are going to be back there in Raider town. So, yeah, I saw I saw a TikTok today of Raiders uh, clothing stores and uh, Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs jerseys on the 50 percent off uh racks. But um, the reason I ask you that is because remember last week in HQ6, I actually did a trade with the guy who's in the fantasy bowl this week, but he traded me Brian Robinson and a first for Josh Jacobs. I thought that was crazy when I saw it and I love that deal for you, but that's... um. But now yeah, here we uh, are in the fantasy bowl, and and you didn't saying- help himself <laughs> out and gave up the first. I mean, honestly, I'm with Shane. I think I mean the, all, all the upside is for Brian Robinson. I I mean even before the whole thing with the Raiders imploding, um, it was there. But now even more so. Yeah, that trade backfired on on him. And sorry, sorry, it backfired, but it did. Like you got the the this week's value out of that trade and the first, and probably the future value I mean- of the running back. So I think you nailed it. There is always a possibility that Josh Jacobs, due to the fact that there's no other options, uh, or I shouldn't say that, excuse me, their quarterback play you would expect to be poor. Well, that's could see somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 rushing attempts this week. And he could decide that, you know what, I'm just going to house this and, and go absolutely nuts on everyone and not tweak anything. Well, that's- just given the choice, if I had the binary choice between Robinson and Jacobs, I'm going Robinson, but I'm, 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 you know, I'm not really. You're optimistic still. Yeah. What about Zamir White? Is he ever going to get a carry? I mean, are they uh, ever going to use the guy? No. Come on. It's- no. Next year. Next, <laughs> next year. year. They'll, they'll draft another running back, so he probably won't even get a shot next year. That's a story for another day. What about Derek Carr, though? What do you think is going to happen with him? He'll be on another team. No, I know doubt. that, but will I don't know what team. Will he be a starter next year? I mean, there's a there, yeah, so. there's a couple good landing spots. So um, I heard this on the Athletic Pod. They brought it up, but the Jets, the Jets are a team that is legitimately <laughs> a, a a good quarterback away from being an absolute legit playoff. A competent. I mean, let's just face it, a yeah. competent quarterback away. Really, right? They don't. They don't. You know, and look, obviously, everybody would prefer to have Justin Herbert. Joe Burrow, Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, but you can't have all those guys, right? Like, you, just not everyone gets one of those. That's not how it works. I'm not everyone gets one. Some you some of you get yeah. Cole for Christmas. Yeah. Some of you send them. Some of you end up with Zach Wilson and Mike White. Where <laughs> you know what? If we could add Derek Carr to this room, that would be a significant upgrade yeah, I'd like to what that. they have there, and I would love that for their weapons. Yeah. So that's one place I, I wouldn't mind seeing him land. But you know, we got a lot of time, a um, lot of other moving pieces that, that and there are so many teams around. too guys that that need a competent quarterback i mean really then the age the aging vets the matt ryan's the tom brady's all over the league i mean someone a lot of teams would would like to have a Derek carr you know um a yeah, locker room guy not a problem off the field i mean for crying out loud he's a family guy he goes to church i mean like he does you know that's like wouldn't you want that as a captain of your team if you know he's not he's doing more than just you know you know, keeping the chains moving. He does a a little bit more than that, but you know, he's better than anything the jets have. So I'm with you there, Shane, but I, I honestly think he will be a starter. I mean, you I know, think he has to be a starter in this league right now until we get more quarterbacks. So let's say uh Tom Brady ends up, picks up shop and goes out to Vegas. Um, <laughs> Derek Carr in Tampa. Uh, that would be not, funny. Wouldn't be a bad move. Uh, no. Derek Carr in Miami, if two of his concussions are Dude, that guy's done. Three Soon. concussions in you can't the span keep having those, right? 
six months is not great. Uh, at least three that we know of. So, you know, there's a lot of moving pieces with the quarterback position this year. Would you like Derek Carr down there? Yeah. In Tampa, uh, Mike. And, and I mean, honestly, that's the only way Josh McDaniels is going to ever win anything is <laughs> with Tom Brady. Yeah. Out there. I really don't think he's going to do anything <clears throat> otherwise. Do you really think he's, Tom Brady is going to go over there? I know that there's been talk, not but necessarily, it, no. it's kind of it's funny. It's one of those things that I, I could see as an option. Good fit. Right. I mean, it's obviously a good fit. That's where Josh McDaniels was successful with that offense, and Tom Brady yeah. was so successful in it. So it, it's a good match. I don't know that, it, I don't think it will happen, but I mean, I think that would be better for everyone concerned if it did. The, just trade those two quarterbacks. Just swap them. To the other, to the other offenses, yeah. What about what about you, Shane, with uh, Gardner Minshew? <laughs> Do you think he's going to start somewhere, or is he going to still be your backup next year? I, I think he'll probably sign somewhere where he thinks he can compete for a starting gig. Um, he he knows that's not Philadelphia. I mean, right? That, 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 there's no way he could ever start in Philadelphia unless something just absolutely horrendous happened to Jalen Hurts. So I, I think he'll probably end up signing somewhere else because I think he'll he'll still. He's still fairly young, you know. He's just coming off his, his it'll be off his first rookie con his first his rookie contract. <laughs> so he's going to be what 25, 26, whatever, something like that. He's I'm sure he thinks he's got some starting capabilities in him. Well, so honestly, if I'm if him. We, go ahead, sorry, buddy. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I was right. just going to say if I'm him, I'm probably <laughs> going to try to find you know uh, a spot somewhere that I think I might be able to compete. Yeah, that makes the most sense too. Like he he's definitely and he's a competitor. You you guys probably read about what he did in the offseason, right? Living behind the facility in an RV yeah. and just like I mean dedicating himself. He's obviously a, a dedicated guy. He's all about football. He's clearly he needs to be on a team and be a backup in the NFL. There's no doubt about that. I mean, mm. there's a lot of bad backups in the NFL <laughs> it seems like when you look around. A funny exercise I think it would be cool to do on this show. Maybe we save it for the patron episode just for shits and giggles would be like to go uh, you know, Gardner Minshew or, and just go down the list of quarterbacks. Like, would you rather have Gardner Minshew or the current starter for a particular team? And I mean, you're going to probably come up with a number of names that you'd rather have. I would rather have Gardner Minshew than the current starting quarterback. I mean, you know, Jack Wilson. 10 teams or something. Yes, <laughs> it, there you go. <laughs> there's number one, maybe. It definitely what seems like there's, there's a lot of good landing spots for players because even the list that Shane mentioned a few minutes ago of not everybody can have Mahomes and Josh Allen, blah, blah, blah. There's 32 teams. And Shane, you mentioned like six players, you know? So, I yeah. mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of teams that could use something better, I guess, you know? Even somebody like Brock Purdy, who was Mr. Uh, Irrelevant, and then he's like playing so well, and people are all excited. The, I'm not saying that he's the greatest quarterback, but people get excited by anybody that seems to be able to play the position. You I know? mean, <laughs> seems to be able to. How long have we been thinking hey, Drew Locke could possibly be a starter? Brock Purdy or Drew Locke? You know yeah. you're going to say Brock Purdy. There's yeah. no way you're going Drew Locke. And there, you know, there's so many examples of those guys across the league that maybe they're not even capable of uh, backups. But I just think it would be fun. And, and that's We'll talk about that soon, I think. But that's why Shane and I were talking about quarterbacks. You know, on this show in the past, we talked. I I talked about how um, before this season, I think, um, or early this season, how it seems like there just aren't enough quarterbacks anymore. Like the good, right. we used to have it made, and we were spoiled. We had so many good starting quarterbacks, and now, like Shane pointed out, you have this top six quarterback ones and a, a, a middle, a bigger like middle tier. I think his data will show, but it's like. 
that's an exercise we we need to continually do is at the quarterback position, keep evaluating and reevaluating it until we have an influx, like another great class of quarterbacks, because we haven't had one in a long time. No, and it seems it seems more so this year, whether we say that or not, but like there's a lot of my Superflex teams that I'm only starting one quarterback, you know, uh, I, I've lost so many. I mean, even, even, uh, Jameis Winston, you know, after a couple weeks, he played good, he got hurt and then they never let him play again. And then all of a sudden, like across the board, I don't have him as one of my quarterbacks. I have Derek Carr and a bunch of teams. Now, all of a sudden, you know, they're like, I'm glad I didn't need him for playoff times, you know, but I did in one of my fantasy bowls, I have Tua and now it looks like I don't get two of this week so um i'm going back to tom brady though in that league because that's my best option i don't it's either tom brady or teddy bridgewater you know yeah and look so i mean we're already on that topic so jeremy and i were talking because you were uh making us wait because apparently you had a social life some family whatever a family holiday (laughs) thing i had to do shut up so yeah so there's definitely and last year the, the it's funny that the I want to say the <laughs> the top four or five uh, quarterbacks uh, or so. Um, let me just go back to 2021 real quick. Sorry. Happy, I know that's great radio. Uh, <laughs> fantasy data. Stop trying it. No In one the- cares about the postseason. Why would you bring up the postseason? And this isn't six-point <laughs> passing touchdowns. Um, there was this, this clump of like Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, all 25 points. Um, but even below that, you still had several quarterbacks that were at 25, 24, 24, 24, 24. Like it, it, it was the the top leading scorers were down a little bit compared to this year. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, you know, if you look at this year, the, the points per game leader is yeah. um, Pat Mahomes at 30.1. Then you got Jalen Hurts at 29 and a half and Josh Allen at 29 too. Um, so it was a little below that, but as a whole, as a group, the top 12, um, scored at a higher rate. Yeah. Um, there was a bunch of guys at 20, like between 20 and 25 points. And then this year, uh, we have this weird little, like there's four high scores. You got Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts. And Real close together too, like not even a full point apart yeah. between well, the three of them. Well, now there's there's per game. Well, no, no, no. Uh, Mahomes is actually thirty point one. He's actually smashing everyone except for Josh Allen and uh, Jalen Hurts. Oh, that's what I mean. Like they're not even a full point oh, yeah. behind. He, like, yeah, he's talking about the top five and twenty nine. Yeah, yeah. those three are real close together. Yeah. As the same. top, yeah, the top three are all, all over twenty nine points, um, all within a point <laughs> of scoring. Then you got Burrow at twenty seven points per game. Uh-huh. And then the quarterback five drops between Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson. There's a five point scoring difference, five points a game. Yeah, that's a yeah, lot over, you know, 16 games, 17 yeah. games. The last time I looked, you know, I was just looking because of the the quarterbacks I needed to start last week. There's a lot of them that are averaging in the teens. You know, like the two or three games, they have over 20 and then the rest are teens. Like, it seems like that big, big chunk of them are way down from last year. And there's people losing their jobs left and right. You know, nobody wants freaking Russell Wilson on their team. Nobody. What? Daniel Jones is way down. Well, I know, but that's what I'm saying. That position seems like the entire position went off a cliff this year. That's what I'm saying. And Geno (laughs) Smith is like at eight, right, at points per game. 
uh, Kirk Cousins at nine. You know, this, the data that, that Shane got from Fantasy Data. Um, you know, down way down the list, Justin Herbert, weird season there, but he's like 15th on the mm-hmm. list. At, and like you said, in the teens, 19.1 per game, right above Daniel Jones. Yeah, that's, I mean, it, it sucks, guys. I mean, Herbert's like a really great prospect, a, a great quarterback, and um, he can't throw for 400 yards every game, apparently. Yeah, uh, and, and you talked about it off air, but like um, he doesn't, and he has the ability, but he doesn't really give you that rushing, you know, rushing yards. He gave his 146 rushing yards, which yeah, is he has the ability. Useless. We know that, and he, you know, he he can do it, but yeah, he, he's almost useless in that capacity. He just throws yeah. it. Yeah, like I, you, you look at the top three guys, right? So you either need to be a cyborg like Pat Mahomes and throw for 4,700 yards yes. and add another 300 rushing yards, or you need to be Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen and go, all right, well, I guess I'm going to run for 750 yes. yeah. yards yeah. too to add to my passing. Um, but yeah, so the top four, like I said, all over 27 points a game, then the next seven quarterbacks all scored between 22.5 and 21.3. Uh, fantasy points a game. Wait, how They're many? Virtually seven? equal. They're just equal. The next seven. So, so the quarterback five through six. Hold on, five, six, seven, eight, nine, eleven. 10, eleven. It's seven. like a big tier, right? It's like you have yeah. a top tier of three guys, and then you have like another tier of like sort of the the quarterback ones or one Bs, one Cs, whatever. Quarterback two might start at that point in in, in scoring compared to the the past, but you have like. Another twelve of just meh. I mean, they're all kind of the same. It doesn't matter which one you have. Yeah, it's, it's literally if you would have bet, if you would have traded uh, Lamar Jackson at the beginning of the year for Justin Fields and a third, people would have wanted Called to throw things at you. Right. <laughs> Crazy, um, yeah. And guess what? Justin Fields is right behind him in scoring, and you'd have a free third. But wait, um, let me let me ask you this then. So you're saying eleven? There's eleven players that are that are averaging over twenty points. So that's not even. A full Well, league. there's actually 12. Well, there's actually 13. 13 okay. that have over 20. Points, okay, so then there's yeah. 13 that have over 20. Because I was going to say, that's not even an, a, a full round or a full uh, amount of play. Like, like, we're talking about super flex leagues that if it's a minimum of 12 owners in the league, not everybody's going to... We already know not everybody's going to have two good quarterbacks, but it's even exponentially harder for some teams, especially like Jeremy, who has multiple quarterbacks on a lot of his teams. You're going to have teams there that are, that are starting two quarterbacks that aren't even worth, yeah. you know, starting. starting two quarterbacks <laughs> that are barely better than the one. And here's the thing, Jared Goff is like, and, and say what you want about Jared Goff. The point is that he's the third on this list with fantasy points per game. He's thir- at 13 at 20 points, kind of holding up the rear of the players that have scored at least 20 points, but that's 33% less points than Patrick Mahomes at number one. Yeah. He's right there being a quarterback one ish with Kyler Murray, but he's 30 scoring 33% fewer fantasy points per game at 20.2 compared to 30.1. That's a huge over 17 games. What is that? 10 points, 170 points a year. Yeah. That's insane. Another fun way to look at it is just putting names together because it's fun. Um, <laughs> right. But yeah, so if you were like, oh, I'm set. I got Kyler Murray this year. And I, I you know, Kyler Murray scored, uh, let's see, uh, 0.6 uh, fantasy points per game. That's it? Oh, boy. More oh, than okay. Jared More. Goff. Oh, right? wow. Well, you yeah. remember remember what happened to me in HQ6? My team was really good, and I, I, I made it all the way to playoffs. And then yep. I had Justin Herbert and Tua against the guy who had 
uh, it was Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, I think. Like both of his guys scored 45 points each. And my right. two quarterbacks scored in the teens. Justin Herbert didn't even throw a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Justin Herbert, <laughs> um, as I, I had him in a few leagues, and uh-huh. Justin Herbert shit all over us in um, DFB. Yeah. Gave us a good uh, 5.32 uh, fantasy points that week. Thank you, Justin. Yeah. Beautiful loser, you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Justin Herbert's had a, a down year. But I, like, like, uh, Jeremy was saying he's still a great quarterback, right? It's dynasty, so you know you're going to be buying in. It's just funny you look at the scoring. Like if you would have went into this year and said, "I got Justin Herbert and Kyler Murray, I'm going to just absolutely destroy people." No, you, you did slightly better than someone that had like Jarrett Goff and mm, Derek Carr. Yeah, you know what I mean. And if you would have just put those up, you know, you put the two up against those four quarterbacks on a sheet of paper, you'd go. Oh my God, I'm going to destroy people with yeah, these absolutely. Two. Now, I still think that's the way to go. You know, obviously, I'm going to continue to build Superflex through what I believe to be high end quarterbacks. It's going to be Jalen Hurts. It's going to be Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Fields, who was the QB six on the year, according to Fantasy Data, six point passing touchdown scoring. Well, I can definitely tell this is going to be conversations that we're going to have in the offseason going into the draft, especially this year. People are going to be looking at those rookie quarterbacks because there's a lot of teams, especially in Superflex leagues, that are really hurting for, you know, that position. And, you know, and this kind of speaks to why we we were ready to overdraft Malik Wells before the NFL told us that he wasn't any good and why, why, um, and then the NFL came back again and said, guess what? We're starting Josh Dobbs. Yeah. We just, we we just got him from the Browns and we're still going to start him over this guy. But you know what? We, that's, that's how we are on this show though. We doubled down in one league. It wasn't enough to get Malik Willis at one oh one. We also got Corral later in the, (laughs) I mean, because that's, how we feel about the quarterback <laughs> position. But we didn't show. even get a chance with Corral. He, he's been on IR yeah, all year. I, right? I like him. I think he's going to be fine. I do. Yeah, I really do. Fine. We ended up with Justin Fields. And, Justin and a Fields. trade. And, 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 and he wasn't – our QB2 isn't what hurt us. It was our QB1 for once. It was Justin Herbert. But – Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think this is probably – like Anthony Richardson, I am scared to death of him. Just I, I can't imagine giving up a top five draft pick for him. I know the upside's insane because of the I physical ability, but the yeah, the more I think about it, and I'm hoping again that the NFL just does this for us, and they're like, no, 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 he gets drafted in the third round, and I go, okay, all right, <laughs> we're not Malik Willising in, him in the DFB this year. No. <laughs> There's well, no way. Well, first Man, of all, we don't gets, have the 101 this year, though. No, we had the no. 101 last time. <laughs> if, if he gets drafted in the first round. Oh man, I'm just gonna I'm gonna do everything I can in my power not to draft that guy, unless it's like 110, 111. Like, I'm not wasting a draft first. Right, exactly. Well, Mike, you realize we right. traded up specifically to get the 101, <laughs> specifically to draft Wills. I'm saying yeah, we are yeah. not doing that for Richardson. <laughs> in no way, no how. And every time you bring it up, I always have to do the disclaimer that guys, this was a pre-draft rookie draft. In that league, we Very draft forecast. players before yeah. the NFL does. So Man, I, I'll tell you what, I don't want people to hear that. There. <laughs> yeah, the I know. Leaves they were out there. They were, they were. I am on high alert. <laughs> yeah. If I see key leaves in the same talk <laughs> gets spread around Anthony Richardson, I'm going to be like, Mm-mm. Yeah. no, 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 not falling hey, for look, that. I, and Will Levy's apparently the league likes him a lot better than fantasy. Um, he might end up being the QB one of the draft from from 
what everyone's saying. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, we're going to have quarterbacks to pick. You're also going to have Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. Yeah. And those guys, I'm much more comfortable drafting early um, top half of the draft, even assuming the draft capital. But let me, let me ask Jeremy, especially as the, the college guy here, uh, if we're in such a bad situation in the NFL with quarterbacks and we're already talking about these backup ones and these cut guys showing up somewhere and starting, are any of the rookie kids other than the ones, you know, that you two just mentioned, like are any of them a potential, even if they do get drafted that you might want to start them over the Gardner Minshews and the Derek Carrs and all that stuff. Hundred percent, and the league's going to invest in them. St- you know, like they normally do. Not, I know last year was an anomaly with all those quarterbacks, and none of them were taken high outside of Kenny Pickett. But yeah, they're even more so because of the situation we were just talking about. Those guys are still going to get their chances. I mean, this is a league that dr- drafted Johnny Manziel at the top of the draft, right? Which I, I never even got that crazy in any of my fantasy football thoughts about a quarterback. Yet he was drafted up there, and maybe that was a stupid one, stupid team. But um, you know, drafting him as highly as they as they did, um, and Baker Mayfield number one overall, right? But Manziel was, you know, he should have never been a first round pick. But these teams, NFL teams, of course, you guys see it. They want the talent. They want those quarterbacks. So the guys that Shane's talking about, I won't be surprised if all of them end up being, you know, first round picks or you know, top of the second even. Um, but I, I'm not necessarily on the 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 will levis train um i <laughs> i don't know if i'm if i think he's the best in the league but you know we've been screwed before by drafting the guys that we thought were better right better potential better athletes um i think the league has a has a problem with quarterbacks right now and i don't that's why i kind of had it on here i don't know what the solution is like i'm just going to draft based in my with my rookie picks based on what the nfl does i mean that's the biggest telltale sign right we saw it last year kenny pickett was the guy yeah, so I, didn't, I didn't think that. I'm not going to do a lot of startups this year, right? <clears throat> I'm only going to do HQ7 and whatever um, HQ8, leagues, HQ. whatever, <laughs> whatever other listener leagues we start for Dynasty Trades in five as well. And, you know, it, it's the, the knee-jerk reaction is if you're sitting at 112, 113, 201 to go, all right, well, let me just take the 13th best quarterback off the board, right? Like that's just a knee jerk reaction. Right. And, and I'm not saying this is definitely my strategy. I'm just thinking it through. I'm thinking like, I don't know, man, this might be a year where I go, let me just move back. Let me, cause if I'm, well, I don't want to pay, you know, QB nine prices for the QB 14 when I could have just bought the QB 16 at, you know, four rounds later. Yeah. Right. So this might be a year where like, it's going to be like running back where obviously, you know, you get an anchor running back on your roster and you're like, that's fine. Just one of them. I, I might start doing that with Superflex. I don't know. I, I got to see how, how it plays out. You know what I mean? How I, how it feels when I start getting the startups. But right now I'm thinking I get that anchor QB. Um, and then I don't either. I'm moving right back up again into the first round at like one Oh six, you know what I mean? And getting, uh, uh it's gotta be one of the top eight guys for me. Um, or I might just trade back. So I don't know. It's going to be fun. Until you see that the, that the NFL drafted four quarterbacks and like the top eight picks, and then you're gonna ch- then you're gonna be like, you know what? I gotta move up and get one of these quarterbacks. The I, NFL loves these guys, and now I do too. I, yeah, I'm never I'm gonna. gonna suit. I, I'll say this in the startup drafts of the 
startup drafts. I'm never going to fall for that again. Because you I did. Can, <laughs> burned, yeah. Right. And, and here's the fun part about it is I put all that capital into getting Trevor Lawrence. Uh-huh. He bombs. I try to get out of him, which I did in a couple leagues. In one league specifically, I ended up getting out of him from Malik Willis uh. again before the draft. Oh, dude, yeah. really? And then oh, at the end of this year, you go, wait a minute, Trevor Lawrence is the QB seven, and maybe I should have just waited. A you should have held yeah. on to him. Like, <laughs> you spent right. so much to get him in the first place, man. I exactly. remember that. You were all over or, that player. I could have just said, you know what? I'm not going to pay up for a rookie quarterback that I have no idea what's going to happen. Exactly. And, and that's what I'm more likely to do. Again, rookie drafts is different. You know, you, you used to Yeah, no, no. Rookie. You're talking about okay. startups. But in startups, I, I don't yeah. think I could ever do that to myself. Again. Not in a startup. Well, I, I know. I know you won't. And it's kind of funny if you think about it, because over time, everybody's been they just expect so much to come from the rookies in their very starting year. You expect them now to be this amazing thing. And of all positions to take that risk, quarterback is the probably the worst one to take that risk, because like you said, if he bombs, there's not enough out there, especially in a Superflex, when people are getting two of them, there's not enough out there. Does Shane remember that we're videoing right now? Because probably not. <laughs> there's not uh, enough, I'm going to leave in a second, too. That's there, there's not enough out there to be able to take that risk, you know? Um, and, and then when it, when it doesn't work, as opposed to taking the risk on a running back or a wide receiver, yes. that's very easy to fix. High risk. Yeah. Comparatively with the quarterback position, yeah, you have to, yeah. you have to get that right and plus just burning a high a high-end pick and being wrong right um, yeah you know well that's, shane that's a- i'm sorry jeremy just said he was going to walk away for a second so if he's going to walk away for a second shane why don't you do your twitter bits i saw you put yes. twitter bits on the show sheet uh, i just got one twitter bit this week and you know why i was thinking about it is i was going up against zeke in a, in a championship game uh-huh and i was annoyed that um he put up 14 points against me um last <laughs> night um, largely, mostly, obviously, off a rushing touchdown. Uh-huh. Um, and and I, I did say this in the, the group me chat uh, for HQ patrons. And if you're not an HQ patron, you need to become one because, well, they're better than you. Um, <laughs> unless you are one, then you're awesome. But if you're not, then you're not as awesome. So you should become a patron. <laughs> um, anywho. I was saying how, like, I want to set up a fantasy league where, like, you lose points if you're an inefficient running back. Yeah. Um, literally because of Zeke. So, uh, yeah, I was just looking at his stats last night. Um, and so he's going to be, let's see, he's going to end up in the top 12 in rushing attempts, top five in rushing touchdowns, and he's going to be a running back two um, because he's so inefficient. Do you know how hard that is to, to get that much – volume and touchdowns and still not be a running back one. Yeah. It's he funny. It's <laughs> awful. Wasn't it? Was it? I think it was, it was either the beginning of last year or the beginning of the year before the first couple of games. Wasn't Mike Evans, like somebody who had the most touchdowns with the least amount of yards in a bunch uh, of games. Something, yeah. Something ridiculous. <laughs> like that. Yeah. like Tom Brady kept nothing but scoring touchdowns yeah. from like the two yard line or whatever. Like Tom Brady kept throwing them to him, dumping passes to him. So you're saying that he had a whole bunch of touchdowns and a whole bunch of attempts, but other than the touchdown parts, he was doing nothing with any of those attempts. <laughs> yeah. And look, <laughs> he only uh, ran for the touchdowns. I know yeah, he's and, talking about Zeke. Yes. He yeah, is. And, I, and I don't care if people like the stat or not um, yards per attempt. He's a career low 3.9 yards oh, wow. per attempt. 
um, significantly. I mean, his next closest year, he was 4.0 back in 2020. Yeah, that's so anti-Zeke. That, that's not why you drafted the guy. 17 receptions this year for 92 yards. Uh, also, guess what? Career lows. Um, yards per reception, 5.4 career low. The only place that he's excelling, literally the only places, two places, excuse me, he's excelling is he's uh, physically active and able to touch, take the football from the quarterback. <laughs> Because he's That's among hilarious. the league leaders in that in touch in um, rushing attempts and scoring <laughs> touchdowns, man. Yeah. He, he's right up there. He's tied uh, for second most rushing touchdowns in his career. Twelve. He's done that a couple times now. At fifteen, one year. It just I I don't know what you do with him. To be honest with you, I really don't. He's twenty seven, or he was twenty seven at the start of this year. So he'll be twenty eight next year. I I. I don't know. I, 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 legitimately I know what you do have with no him. idea what I did with him. Well, I, I thought that he was – go ahead, Mike. You go first. Buddy. No. I, I, I stepped I, all over you. No, it's fine. It, I was going to ask you because I know you have him and I know that you were already attempting to do something. So I was going to ask you, what are you going to do with him? I, I mean, Shane, basically – I mean, what we're talking about now is what I think a lot of fantasy football owners um, – have thought for a while that Zeke was done. And I, I didn't want to jump on that bandwagon because I know what that guy can be. And it seemed like he still had a lot in the tank with, with the, the pass catching with the, uh, the PPR points with the yardage and touchdowns off the pass um, from the pass. And then the, um, well, really any, any um, plays off tackle, anything inside, he was good inside outside. He wasn't Saquon Barkley. He wasn't a liability inside. He also could catch the ball. So he's a well-rounded back and they used him a ton. But, you know, he's he's volume dependent. But Shane, some of Shane's stats probably, you know, showed you that. Yeah, OK, he's still going to be a running back, too, because of volume, but that he's not very good. Um, is he always going to get that volume? I, You know, I don't know. I I've tried to trade him everywhere that I own him when he was hot. I tried to do it. Now I still have him. I think you guys know in a couple of the HQ leagues and he's on my right. trade bait and I've I've had some I've entertained some deals and I almost made a deal happen with the I think the leader in HQ six is it Jack. I yeah. think I almost made a deal where I was m- going to move um, Zeke and a couple other pieces for Derrick Henry and a pick. And it's really not going forward. It's kind of going lateral, right? Henry, Zeke. I mean, they're both older running backs. Uh, but I, I felt like I might be able to trade Henry for more. So I almost did it. But I wasn't able to um, pull the trigger on that before the trade was revoked. And we never s- sealed the deal. But my point is that, yeah, you're, you're trading Zeke away. I don't think his situation is going to get any better. He's going to be 28 going on 29 um he's already played in the league for how many years he was young coming in but uh, what you do know, you, i think he's washed what are you going to get for him though when you just said you're going to trade him away what are you looking to get for him um a pick probably i mean a pick i i would love i was trying very hard to get a when he was when he was hot at least a second round pick yeah. i couldn't do it so um i'd love to get more than a third have you moved him anywhere shane did you even own him? i didn't own him anywhere own- no yeah i, I, I didn't have yeah, him on so any times I, I had him in one cheap. league one league yeah well what would you yeah, accept I mean, for, for that him? for that for a running back two on volume alone i mean second, you're better right? off just holding on to him mm-hmm. really. yeah you're better off just holding yeah. on to him and, and just and that's pretty and, much what i've got yeah and running him into the ground um meanwhile another guy that's actually older than him going the other way derrick henry um, yeah no it, it really is almost going the other way yeah that dude ran for 1400 rushing yards this year it's crazy I, he's just <laughs> and 380 receiving yards uh, but, career high in receiving and, yards. and henry like, does not look 
his age. If you ever see him now still, he still looks like a freaking kid, man. I feel like he's Adrian Peterson. Remember? They talked about how he had like the knees of a teenager or something when he had his ACL surgeries and he came back and he was almost as good as ever. Henry's like that guy that doesn't get older. He's like discovered the fountain of youth. So I would be happy with getting Henry for Zeke. I truly would. Um, oh my God. You'd, you'd have yeah. to add to him. Yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll say this. And I said this before, I, um, I, I've given up on giving up on Derek Henry. I don't care. Given he, up on giving up on him. <laughs> he's an outlier. You know what I mean? You know me running backs. I'm like 26. Get out, dude. He's, I, I will give a late first for him. Yeah. And a competing. He's a unicorn, no just problem. like Travis Kelsey. I feel like I got away from him too yeah. soon. I got really and I mean in the off season and during the season, yeah, yeah, I get you. in the off season, not not like this week for a championship game. I mean, like in the off season, if I have a team that I think is built to contend, oh, I yes. will give up a late first yeah. for that and yeah. not even think yeah. twice. But the deal that Jeremy Amen. was talking about was a playoff thing where the guy where right. the guy just wants to win this week and wasn't going to be able to play Derrick Henry, so that's why he was looking to do something. Bummed you know? that I couldn't make that happen. And I'm with you, Shane. I, I agree. I mean, there are certain players at positions where they they um they they're good beyond their expiration date, even if we you know suspecting um, yeah. uh, otherwise. Yeah. What do you think about Dalvin? Because the same deal you were talking about, he was coming at me for Dalvin with Derrick Henry. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you know why, Mike? Because he wanted I know to you win love Dalvin week. Cook and I love Dalvin Cook, his brother. He's pretty cool, too. Not as good. Uh, but I'm just making a joke for Shane. Da- um, Dalvin Cook, dude, isn't he always like banged up? Doesn't he always have something like, oh, my thigh? And, and he's a badass, but like he's got a thigh bruise or some yeah. soft tissue. He's literally always Derrick Henry's. He gets hurt every season, but he's not always hurt right and he d- doesn't see like if you look at his scores i i don't remember off the top of my head now but i don't think he had any under 20 did he who's that derrick henry uh, i don't have his scores up but yeah. it, like i don't it, know how many teen scores he, he had this year he just smashed all year yeah yeah i'll tell you what dalvin cook's another guy like i'm all we're just randomly jumping onto this too but uh old running backs dalvin cook joe mix and derrick henry um I'm buying all in the off season. Yeah. Again, relative to cost. That is anti-Shane yes. talk now. That <laughs> yeah. this is the most anti-Shane talk <laughs> yes. I've ever heard. In fact, I'm bummed that I trade Derrick Henry in one of our listeners for a first round pick. I, uh, but yeah. I've circled in you. this this old running backs in this offseason in my head going back to last year. I just knew like this is what this is going to be the time with all the young bloods coming in the to the league, like it's going to push their value down. And as it should, but you know what? It's a one-year proposition. I, I'm fine with giving up a late first-round pick for uh, a running back that I think could could give me, you know, between 15 and 20 points a week. Um, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and especially with the fact that the the quarterback position is hurting so bad. <clears throat> most of our super flex leagues are you only have to start one quarterback. You don't have to start two. So if right. you're getting some running backs that are score you 20 points, like you just said, it's better to stick that in than the Derek cars and the, the 10 point <laughs> quarterback guys. So, so Shane yeah. definitely would, would you also prefer Henry over cook Dalvin cook? So, yes. I mean, it's clearly Derek Henry over Dalvin cook over Ezekiel Elliott. And they're all pretty much in the same age range at 27, 28. Sort yeah. Of and, and mixing in there, Camara. I don't, like, I never liked Mixon. I, I hate, I don't, I'm not a Joe Mixon fan. I don't, I, I, he's so overrated. 
I liked I liked them at what I perceived to be their cost. Now, obviously, if we go into, we go into the off season and people are like, "I want the one hundred and five for Joe Mixon," I'm going to be like, "Well, never mind." Yeah. Like, he used to be a value where you drafted him in startups for sure, but yeah, I think people want too much for him yeah. if you're trying to acquire. And I'm just yeah, I, he's down the list for me. I, I I almost want Zeke before Joe Mixon, <laughs> and that's saying a lot because I think Zeke is done. That'd yeah. be a lot cheaper. And what about your boy Nick Chubb? Dude, you know, it, the, the the Nick Chubb fantasy points, I think we all know, is not a Nick Chubb problem. Uh-huh. We've, seen, I mean, we've seen Nick Chubb. I mean, he, that dude is a monster. He's another one of those, um, much like Derrick Henry, where he just keeps going, and um, he could do more. He could win games for that stupid Cleveland team. They, they stop feeding him the ball, and they start passing. They really didn't rely on him like um, – I think a team should. It's not. It's a Cleveland Browns problem, not a, not a Nick Chubb problem. I think you are fine. Nick Chubb's a guy I would buy, especially now that he's a little bit down the second half of the season with fantasy points. Like well, after the bye week, yeah. I think the Browns bye week, he just like where's Nick Chubb? You know where? You know where's Waldo? It, he just he dropped off. But the Browns are the Browns, man. You can't you can't blame Nick Chubb for that. So I think he's. Even more so, a little bit younger, but even more so than those other guys. Um, he he's a buy for me. I like Shane said, in the right situation, I wouldn't mind going after Derrick Henry or Dalvin Cook. Not, the others we talked about, I won't touch them. Yeah, uh, but it, dude, Dalvin Cook, Mike, he's one of your favorite players. That guy, I love watching him run because not only is he fast and quick, and all, but he's a badass. He's tough. I mean, he hits people. But I just him getting hurt makes him down the list a little bit farther for me. So Chubb, Henry, Cook that order probably always that was weird i I just heard somebody say something and there's nobody here uh maybe (laughs) i don't know that's why i just like spun my head around listen it's we're we're 50 minutes into this shane's scared now that i'm hearing voices uh do you want to throw one of these trades out there really quick a trade alert before we wrap up and then uh damn people Um, you know what uh yeah uh we'll do (laughs) trade alert um, we, we, we'll do one that's pending. That's sitting out there. Trade oh. alert. Oh, Trading a trade alert yeah. pending? Pending. It's a very rare, it's a very rare trade that oh. could happen. It's, it's a, one. Is it a trade that you sent out and you didn't revoke yet? And the other guy just kind of slept on it. Yeah. So oh, I hate that guy. There's a, I have a rare, rare chance to make a trade with a, a dynasty madman. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm like, yes, I'm like, what are I you talking about? about? You, you throw trades out all the time and you wait for an answer. That's not rare, but He's you're saying it's with, some... with, with Jeremy. Oh, okay. So interesting. Some good offers. What is right. it? And let's see if you can nudge Jeremy one way or the other. So I have offered, uh, <laughs> George Pickens. One, two, three, four, five. You guys know uh, I think how I feel about that guy. Yeah. That player. Uh, George Pickens and Christian Watson. Uh huh. Um, for the 104 and the 201. And this is a what, 14 team league? Yeah, our 14 teamer in HQ6. Six. Six, yeah. And so it's my first rounder which is going to be the 104 i believe and uh-huh. your second rounder that i traded from someone else i think or maybe right. it was from you 201 is what it's going to be because you have the 101 um for those two players mike so the 104 and the 201 which are god those are good picks so it's the four it's the fourth pick overall and is that a 14 team league oh yeah so, so the, it's yeah, the 15th so, the, so it's the fourth pick and the 15th yeah. pick okay 
Yeah, that's how math works. Whatever. Yeah. You, you so said it. It's the fourth best. Fourth, but it's the fourth best player. Oh, it's and a 12 the 15th right? best player for those two guys. And is both. It, is it a 14 team? You just said yes when I said it. So it depends on if it's HQ5 or HQ6. We have too many leagues. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say, especially with Jeremy, and if Jeremy doesn't... 12 teams. It's a 12. Okay, so then it's the fourth and the 13th best player. Yes. So if Jeremy's team team needs a quarterback, which he said some of his teams he does, he's going to hold on to that four no matter what those two players, whether those two players did good or not. If Jeremy's team has good quarterbacks and needs wide receivers, then I would be fine making that trade if I was Jeremy to get the wide receivers. But I think Jeremy's going to hold on to the 104 because he's going to need a quarterback. Remember our conversation earlier? Go ahead and change. He's got Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr. um, Gardner Minshew, guys we talked about earlier. Okay, then he's not going to do it. Yeah. Just an absolute hodgepodge of just oh. terrible. Yeah, he's not going to do Sam it. Howell <laughs> and Desmond Ritter on the taxi squad and say what you want. Those guys could develop. But yeah, I, I yeah, don't no, have I any guys to rely will. on. I definitely think they will for the purposes of this conversation. We yeah. made it all the way to the 50s before we got some... Uh, but uh, <laughs> we did too, yeah. and it wasn't from me. Yeah, it was two from Shane. But uh, yeah, no, I, I he's not going to do it, and uh, and especially after you said those two quarterbacks, I'd I'd rather keep the one hundred and four and get the quarterback. Well, you suck. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, you, so you didn't help Shane, but you're he's thinking for me, and he's thinking from my perspective, I, and that's I, it. You know, I could use the wide receivers. I really could. Um, you know, uh, but I need the I need the quarterbacks, and that's what I'm looking at because the one hundred and four, I will probably get. A court. Let's say yeah. I really think that there are four first-round quarterbacks right now in this class, at, at least four that probably should go. And so at, even if they went one, two, three, four, I'd still have a shot at getting one of those guys. And I, it's not going to be Anthony Richardson, so I might trade it at that point, Shane, if that's the fourth guy. But um, that's I do like the other three to some degree. So, yeah, Mike, I do need a quarterback. And I – I love both of those wide receivers, especially Pickens. You know that. Yep. But that's the easiest thing I feel like I can replace on a team. We've talked about that on the show a bunch. Like I feel like I can refurbish, replenish, you know, my my wide receiver core. Um, fine. And yeah. So I. But I love the offer. I think that's a hell of an offer from Shane. He came. He came with a Oof. a big. Big boy offer. Just looking at uh, who's in front of you in the uh, the drafting. Uh, the drafting? Is one, that what you call it? One, <laughs> yes. two, one, two, and three? Yeah. So, do, do, do. Yeah, every one of us needs a quarterback. Yeah. You might be taking Will Levies there. Um, I got Deshaun Watson. Will Levies. I got Deshaun Watson and, and Carson Wentz. Um, uh, which league are we talking about? HQ6. Yeah. Or I might just drive Bijan and go. Carson's going to start somewhere. Well, that's the other oh, thing man. I was going to say to you. If you think that there, I got to write this down again, Jeremy. If you think <laughs> if you think that there are four quarterbacks that you're wor- willing to take, and you're sitting at number four, you know you're going to get one of those four. And even if the three better ones go right before you, you have the idea of getting Bijan. Then he's going to end you know. up. He's going to end up with Will Levies. Because it's going to be Bijan. There's no way. Oh, Bijan's you're Bijan taking it 101, is what yeah, you're there's saying. There's a okay. thousand percent chance Bijan's going before 104. And it's probably going to be me against my better judgment. And so then, then you're definitely going to get your quarterback. 102's got to be Stroud or Young and vice versa on three. I, yeah, I want 101. I, I really think. Um, 
I, I think Stroud's at the top of the class as as a passer in this class, but um, I could be right, well, sold if you on promise one other to draft. <laughs> All right, so if you promise to draft Stroud at 101, <laughs> send me the 104 plus, and I send you the 101, then we got to talk to the guys at 102 and 103 oh. to make sure I can get Bijan. Let's, let's do it. I will definitely take that player if I have Love the 101. Much. Look at that. Look at that. All right. Well, let's wrap this up right there. And then if you guys want to try to make some kind of deals with the two and three, who are two and three? Uh, Uh, Clay and David. Oh, okay. Well, Shane. It's going to be interesting. Shane can talk to Clay. Um, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He he can. And uh, yeah, and we'll talk to Dave over in Aussie land. This is going to be a very interesting draft, I guess. But for tonight, we're going to wrap up. Listen, check us out on all social media at Dynasty Trades HQ. Shane already talked about our Patreon, but come join our Patreon, have some fun. Even this video tonight, we're going to throw that up for our Patreons. Um, And, you know, tomorrow night is New Year's Eve. Jeremy, we're on camera and you're picking your nose. (laughs) Tomorrow night's New Year's Eve. Please, everybody be safe and have a good time. And good luck in your fantasy bowls. Hope you guys win even though Shane's going to do his little disclaimer. so Unless you're playing against us, I yeah. hope you win. Yeah, if you're playing against us, I hope you get destroyed. <laughs> that, was, that was the disclaimer I was expecting. So, all right. Oh. <laughs> Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Say goodbye, Shane. Next week, thanks for listening. Say goodbye, Shane. Bye, Shane. <laughs>